So I start responding to him as as Miss Eli- as Madam Elizabeth. So I'm just <laughs> like, yes, you have you have been a very bad boy. Like, let me see you bent. Like, let like let me see you bent over. I was like, I was. I just wanted to see how long I could go with it. Dude, this guy immediately immediately sends me back like a mirror photo, like oh, bent over. Dude, and we. And we kept it going. I got him to send me like three or four more pictures. He put something up his ass. He had the ball gag in. I don't remember exactly. Working overtime, serve beer at a Bushwick die. Just trying to stay alive. But it's so damn hard. But I. Welcome in, welcome under, welcome back to Under the Apron, the podcast where we take a bath together and discuss toxic masculinity. Uh, I am here today with my co-host and always Mikey Suds the Pain. How you doing, Mike? <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was a really, really good one, man. That, that, that one really got me. Um, there we go. I'll take I'm, your pants off. Are you going to go hot or cold in the back? I gotta divert. I can't. I got nothing. On that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how are good. you, man? I'm good, baby. Besides I'm good. From, besides from fresh and clean, I'm good, and I'm excited for today's episode, which, by the way, is our 49th episode. Crazy, one away from 50. Um, and actually, it's more like our 53rd episode, but we've lost a couple. So, <sighs> for the listeners at home, this will be your 49th. Uh, I'm excited. Also, just a heads up to to the listeners, we're about to do another round of the live group setting, the round table discussion. So that's exciting. Uh, that's right around the corner. Um, and, and we're good to go. So I'm going to take my pants off and jump in the bath. Uh, and with us today in the bathtub is uh, a man who I first met randomly at a bar that I used to work at, Easy Lover. Um, him and his buddy just came up and they were like, hey, so we found this bag and we looked inside and there's about $6,000 in cash in it. Do you guys happen to know whose it is? Um, and we did know whose it was. And uh, they've been a part of the bar ever since. Uh, and I mean, that tells you all you need to know about, about this guy. He's a complete idiot. He should have taken the bag. Welcome to the <laughs> show, Skylar Bromley. <laughs> Think about that Welcome. every every day. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have got? Is that a true your share? story? Yeah, actually, it's, it's pretty funny. It was... Um, we ended up finding out whose it was. Uh, it was the owner of the bars and we gave it back to him. And then he was like, dude, thank you. I mean, obviously pretty drunk. It was like, we're going to AC tomorrow. I'm taking this bag of money. We're going to AC. Steve like got his shifts covered. He slept over at my house. We woke up bright and early and then obviously got ghosted yeah. <laughs> the next day by, by uh, the guy. By Aaron, who who's, who's been Aaron, a guest, yeah. on the, guest on the podcast. He's a sweetheart, but he's also a fucking idiot. <laughs> he is. I love that man. I truly do love that man. Yeah, except for the fact that he didn't take it. Hello, I'm a trip to Atlantic City, Aaron, if you're listening, which you're not. Um, what would you have done if, if, if you couldn't have, what would you do with $3,000? 
right now. With with if I had three thousand dollars, I probably would have just taken as much time off as possible. And uh, I write I write movies on the side. Oh no, nice. I just would have I would have focused a little bit for Hell like a yeah. couple of weeks. We should definitely so, get into the the writing side of things because Mike is Mike has been writing some stuff and um, always interested to hear what people are doing, you know, uh, outside of the service industry world. But yeah, awesome. Oh, yeah. We are going to start the episode off, uh, as always, with a, a story from our guest. So, Skylar, the floor is yours. I like look down and I could like see the inside of my leg, basically. I will never suck your dick. <laughs> I wound up watching Back to the Future getting fucked up with Doc Brown. As he like sits her on the stool, and no joke, she shit herself. Oh like, no! <laughs> Dude, this story's crazy, guys. It's story time. All right, yeah. buckle up for this one. I actually, so when Laurent invited me on the podcast first, I remember being like, I got the perfect story. I'm going to tell it to you right now. And Laurent was like, no, 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 no. Save it. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm excited for Laurent to hear this because I was really pumped to tell him in that one moment. Um, so I used to work uh, in Los Angeles um, at this bar called Tavern. And this was like my first real, you know, I was a busser. Then I moved to runner, then blah, 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 blah. Eventually, I became bartender. I was a daytime bartender. Um, and this place opened, uh, it was a big lunch spot, opened 1130 for lunch. Um, but I'd get there at 1030, start setting up the bar. Uh, it, it, it arrives around 11 o'clock. This girl comes in. She looks just miserable. Plops herself down at the bar. Because um, we did have breakfast service, but we closed for that half hour. And she said, hey, can I get a drink? And I was like, um... We're not, I'm not really supposed to sell you alcohol till 1130. She was like, please. And like, I saw it in her eyes and I was like, okay, all right. What do you want? She was like, white wine. I was like, okay. I pour her a glass of white wine. She chugs it, downs it in one. And I was like, oh, she was like, can I get another? I was like, I mean, we're, we're already on the boat. Let's go. Uh, I gave her another one. And then I kind of went to finish setting up and her friend comes in. And it was a really long bar. So uh, I saw them talking, but I wasn't really listening. But I could see that this the woman who'd come in and chug this wine was super upset, was crying, visibly just like destroyed at whatever had just happened. And so she goes to the bathroom and I kind of mosey my way up to the friend. And I'm like, hey, I don't mean to be nosy. You guys are the only people at the bar, though. Is, is everything OK? And she was like, look, I'm going to tell you what happened. I'm going to tell you right now. But you have to promise you can't let her know when she comes back. Um, you just have to fucking eat it. Uh, and the only reason I'm telling you is because I don't really know what to do with this information. And I need to fucking talk about it, too. Right. And I was like, OK, like, getting, getting fucking set up. She goes, so I was, you know, on my way to work. I get a phone call from my friend. She had apparently come home from work. Uh, and started using her her boyfriend's computer to to do something, and found pictures of him having sex with their dog. And found pictures of him having sex with their dog. Oh my god! Um, apparently, to kind of get pictures back, you have to send your own dog fucking pictures. So, <laughs> so this guy, and so. She called me and I came here to meet up with her. And now we're discussing what the next moves are. <laughs> and I was like, I think that's a, that's a breakup, right? <laughs> so that's, that's, that's end, right? That's game over. 
Um, Did they get the dog together? That's the. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I never found. I never found out what happened with that. <laughs> Holy shit! I did not. I did not get her Instagram handle. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> she was hot too. <laughs> it was. It was surprising. <laughs> the guy or the dog? Uh, the girl. The girl. Uh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> the guy. We don't care about the girl. <laughs> you have any of the videos? So when she got back from the bathroom, you just were like, you just I had to, I had to, stone, it. I had to stone face it. Yeah. You didn't say anything. Wow. No, 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 no. I mean, I talked with them a little bit about something else before, like right before they left, and you know, the kind of like closeout convo. Um, hey, thanks for coming. We got into a little bit, but no, she she kind of like flipped when she got back from the bathroom. She kind of, I think, she figured out how to handle it a little bit better. <laughs> How? How do you handle it? <laughs> yeah, what? yeah, I don't. Uh, she just like decided that okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be normal for a second. Uh, right. If, if you're wow. out there and you and you're you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I know this girl, I know who this is. Please reach out to us and let us. Know <laughs> I want to know what happened. Story finished because I don't. I mean, listen, I have a dog. If if first of all, if you're fucking your dog, maybe don't have receipts. But uh, <laughs> like. If I if I like looked on my computer or on my girlfriend's phone and I found videos of her fucking my dog, I think that's it. Like not it for the relationship. Like I don't think I think I'm just I don't know what to do with my life from that point. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Would it be because you felt uh, cheated on or because you know it's like animal abuse <laughs> or both? I I think it's just too many things. Like it fries my brain just to it's even all think it. about it. Like what the fuck is that? That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't wow. know what that conversation looks like. I, I mean, I guess it's a lot of screaming. <laughs> Got to be a lot of screaming. Oh my god! Uh, other well, than just, that, yeah, I don't I, know the content of the screams though. I just saw. I don't know if wow. you guys saw this. It went kind of viral. It was this girl broke up with her boyfriend with a cake that said, like, on top it said, "I'm breaking up with you," and then on the sides somehow they had like the screenshots of him talking to whatever girl he was cheating on her with. On the cake, not like paper, like uh, they, so. They shout out to whoever made that cake because that's not an easy cake to make. So I guess she could have done the same thing: cake and screenshots of the video of him fucking his dog. <laughs> you know, that's did you hear about that one guy who, um, like, found out that his uh, fiance was cheating on him and printed out a bunch of pictures and put them under the seats of the wedding? Like, went through it. Oh yeah. Like, did the did the like <laughs> waited a month. And then said, everyone look under your seats. There's a surprise for you. Oh, my what? God. Wow. That's a, that's that, a massive. Uh, uh, wow. What a level of public shaming. That's yeah. yeah. Imagine that's, doing that with dog dog banging photos. Dude, <laughs> I was going to say, though, I will give her props. And this is something that we, we talk about on the podcast a lot is when the customer like forgets about the, the like doesn't really gauge the relationship between the customer to the bartender correctly. So I'm, I'm just really glad that she didn't think to dump this on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the good on her for that at the very least to not sit down, chug two glasses of Chardonnay and be like, I just yeah. found out my boyfriend's fucking my dog. Like that's, yeah. that I mean, ironically, that's one of the times that I would be like, oh, for sure. <laughs> like, I want to hear that. That's insane. Like, I, I'm down for that conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I one time had this guy uh, who, like, 
started talking about his ex-wife and then started crying and like this is a small have you been to stowaway you haven't been to stowaway i haven't been to stowaway you gotta come visit it's uh it's it's nice but it's very small right it's very intimate and it was busy and he just started crying and it's like everyone in the room was like what do i do (laughs) yeah i don't i i don't think i i've definitely like gone to the bar to drown my sorrows but um I would, if I'm like emotionally compromised to the point that like, I'm going to be crying or I'm like visibly upset, me drowning at my sorrows means like buying a bag and taking so many shots that I'm like cross-eyed and it looks like partying. But if I, (laughs) when it, when it looks like me crying in my own hands, I'm out of the bar. Like that's, that's a personal choice. I'm not saying you have to do that. Um, It would be shitty to say, Hey, you're not allowed here just because you're going through something. Oh yeah. But I, I'm just saying personally, I, I, I don't, it's not even out of embarrassment. I'm just like, I don't want to be in a bar if I'm feeling that way. You know what I mean? That's uh, so yeah. I don't, I don't want to bring down the vibe, honestly. That's my that's big thing. Yeah, straight up. I'm not trying to fucking ruin anyone else's, yuck anyone else's yums, you know? <laughs> and bars exactly. are where you're going to fucking for yums. Yeah, 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 yeah man. I, uh, I used to work at a really small spot in the East Village, and that was a, a similar vibe. Like, I always describe that job as like, being a host at a party it feels like it was more just like one room with a bathroom and a bunch of booze you know and if if one person was acting crazy the whole place is acting crazy if one yeah. person was sad it, if yeah. it got the room in yeah. seconds yeah. you know what i mean so yeah i've been there well i i have a, a quick story for you guys or maybe two actually but one of them is the that's more relevant to to the service industry um easy lover the bar that i used to work at and the bar that a lot of people have come on the show uh who've worked at uh got robbed on sunday shit at, what yeah yeah at 3 p.m uh or maybe even like 2 30 uh our, our homie ryan was bartending just opening up the bar and this guy came in apparently ordered a tequila pineapple paid for it in cash walked out came back in, walked directly behind the bar, walked straight up to Ryan, was like, I have a gun, give me everything you got. Basically got away with like the cash in the register and some credit cards and then jumped on a fucking, so that he had like basically a driver waiting for him uh, Shit. On, on a fucking little motorcycle and they just sped off. Great. Yeah. Yeah, Damn, yeah. dude. That was on Sunday, you said? Yeah. Not yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. Yesterday? Oh. Yesterday, yeah. Crazy. I saw. I literally went to Easy Lover yesterday. Yeah, I saw Steve. Why the did he not tell me that? Fucking <laughs> hell! What a weird thing to not. Crazy. I know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, crazy. I, I saw Ryan for a second. He seemed like he was okay. He said it was like yeah, it was pretty fucking scary. But you know, it was it was over in a jiff. But yeah, I I always want. Has that has anything like that ever happened to you guys? I always wonder how I would react to that shit. I do have one. <laughs> one time, I just don't remember it. <laughs> I was in, it was like right after college, um, or no, it was during college, uh, me and my girlfriend went to, we saw like a Pussycat Dolls show, and it was an open bar, <laughs> and so we got hammered off of Grey Goose, uh, and we um, were, were around Union Square, uh, and I had to go to the bathroom, so we went to a pizza place, and I was like, can I use the bathroom? The guy was like, you can't use the bathroom unless you buy something. And my girlfriend was like, how about I'll buy something, you go pee. And the guy was like, no, you got to buy something, man. And I was like, fuck that, let's go. But apparently he thought I said, fuck you. And as I walked out, it was like a couple 
buildings down peeing on a, on a church <laughs> <laughs> and uh the guy starts he, he starts screaming at me he keeps he, I, I didn't i just he like flipped me around like as i'm zipping <laughs> flipped me around he starts screaming at me. he's like you say fuck you to me you say fuck you to me and i was like no no i i said fuck that i said fuck that i was just like <laughs> drunk and just being honest i was like no i didn't say fuck you to you i, I know it's not your policy and my girlfriend's <laughs> crying she grabs me she starts running i lose a flip-flop and we're we're down in the subway and this girl comes up to me and goes hey i saw your other flip-flop it's like right up there if you want to go grab it and i was like oh okay i'll go up and my girlfriend goes no dude you can't go up there that guy had a gun on you i was like what do you mean what he had a gun to your chest the entire time he was yelling at you. Oh, and I was like, shit. what? Are you Damn. fucking kidding me? <laughs> I had no idea. Shit. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had any incidents at a at the bar or anything that extreme. But I, I I told I got mugged once. I told that story on here. That one I actually had a similar experience. I didn't realize he had a knife the whole time until until after the scuffle, and I realized it had nicked my my face. Whoa. And my face was bleeding, like in my beard. I didn't notice. And yeah, so it's so similar in that way. But damn, damn. Well, it'd be fucking hilarious, uh, Skylar, if if you your parents pants weren't zipped yet, so you both had a gun on each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you shoot, I shoot, buddy. That's yeah, up. mine's a little, mine's a little bit floppier. Yeah, <laughs> not anymore. Um, <laughs> Okay. 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 Also, I'm just going to do that. I'm going to tell you guys the story because it, it's funny. I was looking through my show notes uh, recently, like just scram, like uh, long, this kind of two inside baseball, but I always like write different notes down and I'm not particularly organized. So they're all over the place. So I was trying to consolidate. And there's this story that I've just kind of kicked around and kicked around and never actually told. And it's got nothing to do with the service industry, but I'm gonna tell you anyway. So Fuck yeah. <laughs> My girlfriend, lover, Natasha, shout out Natasha. She painted these the painting that's always behind me. Uh, she's been on the podcast. She's amazing. But Natasha has a real funny way of uh, uh, like certain things happening. And so we have a dog, right? And one day we're petting the dog and we notice on his scrotum that there's a couple of weird bumps. So we're like, okay, that's, you know, who knows? But But we should do like call the vet. So we call the vet. And we're like, hey, we, you know, noticed that our dog's testicles have like weird bumps on them. So the the vet says, okay, text uh, text this number, photos of it, like make sure to get close so that we can like see what's going on, and uh, and we'll we'll get back to you and let you know what's going on. So we take some pretty up close pictures of our dog's testicles and these bumps that are on it. <laughs> Five or six pictures. It's reminding uh, me of the story I already told you. <laughs> Five or six, like, yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, a lot of dog sex this time. But um, five or six pictures of, of dog testicles up close to this number. And we're waiting, waiting to hear back. And like an hour or two passes. And I'm like, Tosh, did you ever hear back from that number? She's like, no. So she calls the vet and she's like, hey, just checking in on those pictures we sent. And they're like, oh, we never got those. <laughs> so she texted a wrong number, just some random number. And it went through, it said delivered. So somebody who just was going about their day, probably didn't do anything wrong, just uh... getting pictures of up close dog balls with bumps on them. 
Uh, and we never, <laughs> we never heard from from that person. But Ted, that was one of the funniest fucking things. I've, it, I uh, And I have no idea why I wanted to share that on this podcast, but I found it in my notes. I'm like, today's the day. Especially after that story, I had to, I had to follow it's up. Thematic. That's it's thematic. Perfect timing. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. On that note, did, did she ever follow up text, man? I would have. No, I, I think maybe I. I don't remember. I think I think we sent a text like, "Hey, sorry, that was meant for a, a vet," but no, the, the person never responded. I would have. Resp- I would have been like, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I, I don't know. Would you respond? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I have a. I, I actually, I feel like maybe I told you this story, maybe on the podcast before, but I'll make it quick because I, I know we want to move on to the next thing, but yeah. uh, it's super relevant. <laughs> so I'm, I'm doing a, um, a, a, a promo. So I used to be in a band. We're doing promo uh, photos for, we had a new record coming out, right? So our friend Caitlin was taking the pictures. We go down to Dumbo. We do some shots in the, in the studio. And the studio's down in the basement, right? And then she's like, let's go down to the water. We'll do some shots by the water. So we come up from the basement. And all of a sudden, I have all these text messages from an unknown number. And I read them. And there's a couple pictures down the bottom. So I'm like, you know, I'll get to those in a second. But I scroll to the top. And it's like something like, um, I'm just going to make up this name. But it's like, Madam, Madam Elizabeth. Like, it's been so long since we've spoken. Like, I found your number again, and I thought I'd let you know that I've been a bad boy or something <laughs> along those lines, right? Uh-huh. And it's like, and and then it's like, this is what I'm wearing now. And it's this, it's this like middle-aged man, like this middle-aged round man in like, in like women's lingerie, right? And he's holding in one hand, like a ball gag. And like, he has a dildo in the other hand. He's like, <laughs> is there something, he's like, is there something I should do with these, right? Dude, and like we had been like we had been smoking weed. I was probably hung over, like just really ripe for this kind of moment. And and we're all, all like reading, it. and I'm like, this, this dude got the wrong number for his his old like madam, like his old dom madam, you know. So I start responding to him as as Miss El- as Madam Elizabeth. And I'm just <laughs> like, yes, you have you have been a very bad boy. Like, let me see you bent like. Let, like, like, let me see you bent over. I was like, I, was, I just wanted to see how long I could go with it. Dude, this guy immediately, immediately sends me back like a mirror photo, like oh bent over. God. Dude, and we, and we kept it going. I got him to send me like three or four more pictures. He put something up his ass. He had the ball gag in. I don't remember exactly. And then all of a sudden I got hit with like all this, like uh, all this guilt. And I was like, yo, by the way, I'm really sorry, man. This is not Miss Elizabeth. I'm very sorry. And he wrote back like, this is this is terrible. I can't believe you did this to me. Like I don't know something about that. Like this is a part of my life that's very uh, secret and special, and I can't believe you stepped on. It. And then I was like, I am so sorry. That was I, I went too far. Like have a good day, and I just like blocked the number. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been okay. there. <laughs> interesting. That's that really interesting that you told him. I would have just blocked oh, the number. <laughs> this is this is my huge. This is my problem in life. Like I, it just <laughs> gets me, man. It gets me. I'm the same way. And I probably, I, I may have even gone about it similarly in terms of like fucking with him for a little bit. And then being like, Hey, by the way, like wrong number, but yeah, I wouldn't have necessarily prompted him to send me pictures of his asshole. Oh no. Give me the picture. Yeah. I also wouldn't have the- done that. <laughs> that's, that's, too, that's really you know, on you. Two <laughs> wolves inside of you, my friend. And they are very different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We all, yeah. <laughs> which will the butthole wolf um (laughs) speaking of butthole wolves i was just thinking if uh 
like how funny would it be if the wrong number that we sent our picture of our dog's balls to was the guy that was fucking his dog yeah. <laughs> and he just shows up at our house like 30 minutes freebies later. yeah yeah world. <laughs> all right so on that note um we're gonna move on to topic roulette for those of you who haven't listened to the show before topic roulette is when michael and i have shown up with a topic uh, that the guest hasn't heard of. The guest shows up with a topic that we haven't, uh, we don't know about, and we discuss for about eight minutes. So, Skylar, I'm going to give you a the uh, the option of either going first or second. Which one would you prefer? I'm going to go second. I'm going to okay. go second. Cool. So, the topic that we have today uh, is being in a bad mood at work. How do you whether you're coming to work and you know you you have life shit going on or you're just not feeling it that day or you're at work and you eventually get into a bad mood what do you do what are the things that you use to try to get yourself out of that or do you get yourself out of it at all um that's the topic uh, well you know yeah did, did you yeah, yeah you go you go first no 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 you go you're good you're good I was going to say, I just had this point. I was talking to uh, Laurent and I were texting about the topic before the show and we had, you know, I was mixing it up. We were, we had another idea. We were kind of batting around as well. And I guess the, the, what I landed on for this topic was that it really depends on where you're working. And now that I'm thinking about it, it's even also depends on uh, what's, I don't know, what, just where you're at in life at that moment. Cause like, you know, the, the, the immediate answer that comes to my head and it's like a joke answer, but it's also very real, sadly enough is start drinking. Like just get a shot under your belt. Fucking, I don't know, pour yourself a little cold drink on the side, you know, have a shot and just stay hydrated and see how that, that how that first shot makes you feel. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, in the end, you know, like, like the other, the second thing that came to mind was, I don't know, subtly take it out on customers maybe intentionally or non-intentionally yeah you know what i mean and 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 if it's non-intentional hopefully catch yourself and and uh you know try not to spread it around too much you know i've i've been there for both sides of that you know and, and thankfully i think the, the worst ones are the ones i was able to catch myself and and move out of it at least at least stop spreading it around but um but yeah i mean also calling friends you know have a couple of your boys come through or whoever and yep. Maybe have a, a a girl come by, you know, whatever whatever it is, someone you're interested in. Um, yeah, I think that's my, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. It's it's extremely exhaust. It's first of all, that's it's just an extremely exhausting thing to have to be on all the time. Yeah. Like it really, yeah. you can't. It 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 affects things if you are in a bad mood. So it is something that like also can get me really anxious when I'm feeling bad because I'm like dude I can't I'm not I'm not doing my job well this is like one of the main things that I have to do is like be a personable human being and I just can't I just don't feel it right now um but to what you brought up yeah I mean calling a friend I I have uh I have a friend who like always she's also a bartender as well and she always like I had a couple friends passed away in the past year um and both times that of this the two friends passed away both times that someone passed away she was just there the next morning uh i had a, a day shift and she was just had arrived she brought me like japanese snacks you know like she did because i think she knows how difficult that can be to be fucking 
kind of on a stage and be so fucking morose and yeah. and to just get your mind off of it is the most important thing if it's if it's something as deep as that. If it's just like being in a bad mood, yeah, drinking usually gets me out of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um well so for me I'm kind of coming at it from a different angle. Um and and, and it goes beyond work. But I, I you know I wanted to share this with whoever chooses to listen if it if it can help. Because for a long time, up through my most of my 20s, I was like a fucking downer dude like like i always had found a way to be pissed off i was also waiting tables waiting tables will will get under your skin pretty uh, worse for me than bartending um but not just at work in general like i always was like looking uh, kind of actively looking for a reason to be pissed off or not liking people or whatever um and some of it comes along with growing up and and wisdom but uh so you talked about your your friend passing away. I maybe worst day in my life. Another job that I have is I do bike messaging, right? And I'm I'm riding my bike all day, and there are all there were days, oftentimes that I was like, "Fuck this job, man! Like I'm exhausted. I'm not making enough money, etc." And on this particular day, it was the winter squall. I don't know if you guys remember that, but it was just mm-hmm. like this fucking out of nowhere. The skies turn black, and it's just pouring snow. Um, and I'm biking, I'm falling off my bike. And in the middle of that, I get a text that uh, our one of my friends who had been struggling, uh, battling cancer, that she was stopping her treatments because they weren't working. And basically, the you know, I was finding out for the first time that she was going for sure going to pass away. And so I'm dealing with that in the middle of a storm. And I mean, like, I'm crying as I'm delivering stuff like I was, it was probably the one of it was one of the worst days of my life. But I just I had this realization at some point like if abby was here abby being the woman who was you know uh battling cancer she would be so fucking happy to to like have her health and have the ability to like be biking through the snow and and making money and and being in new york city and all and like it just changed all of a sudden i saw all the reasons why that day was beautiful instead of all the reasons why it wasn't and that wasn't that was a part of a a larger gradual shift of me just my mind just kind of turning from actively looking for the negative to actively looking for the for the positive and finding reasons to be grateful for who I was and where I was and even if that's at a bar shift and it's busy and it's a bunch of drunk 22 year old idiots and whatever over time it's become much much easier for me to like let that go off my shoulders. And even if it gets me into a bad mood, remind myself like, Hey man, your life is fucking great. Like this is just a shift and you're lucky to have this shift. You're going to make a lot of money. And and it just lets the bad shit, you know, kind of easily fall off the shoulders. Also drink. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, I hear that, man. That's, if there's one thing, you know, my, my wife and I have known each other. We met in 2005. We, we weren't, haven't been together that whole time, but even from the short period of time we spent together in, in 2005, 2006, like her ability to, to turn like the bleakest situation into somehow twisting a positive out of it, enough of a positive that you can look forward and not have to sit so deeply in the, in the, the bleakness that you're feeling at the moment like has stuck with me since 2006. Like I would think about her 
her way of talking about things, like even all those years we weren't together. And now that we're back together again, it, it's funny. Like, I think it's just like my fucking dark New York bullshit. You know, she's from Colorado and Texas, but it's like dark New York pessimism. Like she, she has to exercise that shit out of me. You know, once every month or so, she has to give me like a good stern talking. So I'm like, fuck, you're right. You're right. It's not always that bad. You yeah. know what I mean? She's, she's really good at it though. Yeah, and I want to get mad about it, but every time I'm like, "God damn it, she's right." Uh, <laughs> all right. On that note, on keep your uh, keep your head up and find a reason to be happy. Uh, Skylar, what you got for us, topic wise? All right. So I was kind of, I was kind of thinking of two different topics. One of them is kind of fucking dark, and the other one is like light and easy. What do you guys What are you guys feeling in this moment? Mike, it's your choice, buddy. Probably dark. I mean, uh, it's going dark. Should all right. We okay. Well, we, we we somewhat touched upon this in, in the last topic. So, do you find my topic is? Do you find that you you are you you find uh, darker human beings, uh, sadder human beings in the service industry in general? Wait, say that one more time. Do you think that you find like the people that you work with? um and even you know your regulars that there's a there's just a darkness about them maybe just maybe it's like an alcoholism situation but i've i've just since really working in this industry i've had like three people commit suicide who worked in fucking this industry and i have like four other people that i'm somewhat worried about you know what i mean yeah and i and i wonder how like how that affects if you if you feel that's true a and b how does that affect your mental health in general yeah hmm. Hmm. mike you got you know, yeah yeah i have a thought the it's an interesting thought because I, I you know i generally and i say this not in a not in a joking way it might sound like a joking way but i think that there's a pretty significant darkness in all of us depending on what's happening, what just happened, what's coming up, you know, there's maybe something dark going on, whether it's a, a sadness or a, a shame or whatever it is. I think everyone's got them. I, I wonder if maybe working service, you know, especially if it's a bar um, where alcohol and maybe things that tend to lean more towards like not like covering up a problem, as opposed to dealing with a problem, you know, I, I can, I can say that for myself personally, like, you know, my early twenties, like my friends, you know, all of us after work were drinking until 10 in the morning. And, and now granted, I'm sure a lot of us were doing it for the, the love of the party, but there was, you know, you don't stay up doing blow until 10 in the morning, four days in a row for no reason. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, again, I'm speaking from, from my own, my own personal um experience with it um yeah yeah I'm, I'm curious to rummage that one around a little bit more yeah laurent do you have any thoughts on that yeah I, well i think that you know there's a couple of reasons why first of all yeah skylar for sure there's a, there's definitely a a larger percentage of the population that you run into um while bartending whether that be your co-workers or you know the the customers especially the regulars seem to have a cloud over them in one way or another. Uh, like Mike said, a lot of it, I think, comes down to substance abuse. Um, also, I think that as it pertains to both, actually, to regulars and to coworkers, the bar is kind of a place for lost souls. 
you know, a lot of people who get into the service industry are getting into it in part because they don't really have a specific direction or focus in their life. Um, so there's there's a little bit of idling and not sure what to do with themselves um, mixed in with the substance abuse and all those things play into it and they and they play off of each other. Right. Because like if you don't have a focus in your life and all you're doing is going to work at these bars and these restaurants that aren't that fun or rewarding and don't really fulfill you over time you're going to feel more and more lost and more and more frustrated. And then most of the time you got a bunch of people who are like, well, we could just drink about it or we could just do a line about it. And then that digs you deeper and deeper and deeper. And meanwhile, you have a lot of people with depression and anxiety and bipolar. I mean, I've worked with so many people where I'm like, you are undiagnosed bipolar or schizophrenic, or you have serious depression. Um, and it's just this world where they're kind of allowed to survive and keep a roof over their head, which is great, but also nobody challenges them on it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they also find each other too. Like a lot of relationships, a lot of toxic relationships come out of the bar world. Yeah. Because you get people who both have this thing and they feed into each other's, you know, I don't know if you can call it neuroses, but like, just their darkness and then they they find this person a kind of you know whether it be romantic or even friendships sometimes can really fucking bring people to such a new level of a new height of sadness and depression and darkness simply because they found someone that fucking can agree with them in some some regards right um, and makes them feel less alone which is nice but also exactly it doesn't challenge them on their shit yeah 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 it's the exact opposite right it's just the it's just a reinforcement and comfort in the reinforcement of it not not dealing with yeah. it whatsoever yeah and yeah, it's crazy into this and you're and you're you've had some of these feelings or you're you're feeling that way there's you know ask for help maybe get a new get out of the job if it's really making you that that uh sad there's there's a, a whole lot of beautiful world out there if you can kind of you know get get through some of the walls and, and get out of the the thing that you're you're so used to and in, in the in the misery yep there's lightness yeah. to dark, darkness and light lightness to dark and darkness to light and being in this industry is not necessarily helpful i mean i feel like if you're really feeling this kind of way it's like get out i truly believe that like if you're really this low there's 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 better industries to be in yeah surrounding yourself it takes a really strong person to to feel this way surround yourself with alcohol and not partake yeah yeah and that will always bring you lower totally and, and that's another thing for sure like it, it's crazy to me I, and i was i was like this at one point too but Every single one of the people who I know in my own personal life who are like depressed and down, they all have substance abuse problems. And it's it's crazy because I've tried to have those conversations with them about like, hey, you've been feeling shitty for a while. Maybe try not drinking and doing drugs for a little bit. And it's just over their head. Like they're yeah. like, no, that's not it. It's that I don't have a girlfriend. It's like you've been saying this for three years and you still feel this like start with not drink, but all to say, if you're out there and you are feeling this way and, and you've been drinking and drugging a lot, 
try to cut it out for a little bit and see if it makes you feel better. Every time I've ever done it, after a week or two, I feel like a completely different person for the for the better. Like if you're if you're really struggling, at least give it a shot to to not to not you know uh, I don't know use substances. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it does it does take a week. It really does. I mean, you really got to fucking kind of flush it out um, and 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 re re register your 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 insides and your fucking internal monologue. Yeah. Um, but it always it always it's always helpful yeah it's always helpful it is and and also if you're out there and you know if you have friends who you're feeling this way about or coworkers, uh you know especially if it's like i'm actually concerned about this person have the conversation i know i know it's tough um and i know we're not all really built for that but it it, it what are we what are we doing as human beings if we're not willing to have a conversation with somebody that you are genuinely concerned about um yeah. you know figure out a, the right way to do it don't don't attack the person don't don't finger yeah. point but no accusing no accusing ever no accusing is the worst thing you could do to someone who you're trying to help be there yeah. as a friend you know yeah. yeah um all right well that was this has been a, a somber uh <laughs> but that's okay um Let's lighten maybe up. We should, yeah. Maybe we should do the. Maybe we should do a short version of his lighter. His lighter. Uh, yeah, let's do a short light one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. This one is this one I, I enjoy. Uh, cash tips. You guys treated it like Monopoly money too. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know it's funny, man. I so I was bartending, working service for you know better part of twenty years, right? And then I started doing. Uh, I started working on movie sets. So it was just like straight from like wads of cash to direct deposit only. Right. Yeah. And and, and I liked it at first. I was like, cool. Like I'm going to be a credit card guy now, or you be a debit card guy now, you know? And I, I would always keep like a hundred bucks on me or whatever, but it would, it would run out. No big deal. So, so Laurent this past week, I've been working with Lewis and, and Alex, you know, at a carpentry shop. Mikey got a job. Yeah, bud. Yeah, Mikey got, oh yeah, but by the way, for the listeners, I got a little bit of work this past, this past two weeks. It's been wild. Mike's basically been unemployed the entire time he's been co-host of this show. <laughs> <laughs> and like two, two straight months at the very least. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've been working this past week. Bro, Lewis pays in cash on Fridays. Nice. Immediately, that shit's burning a hole in my pocket. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, I got like four crisp hundreds in my pocket all of a sudden. Like, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been interesting. Like, I'm walking home down Manhattan Avenue. I'm like, I'm like, I see the tattoo parlor. I'm like, hmm, I don't know, man. I got like six hundred bucks in my pocket right now. That would be very easy, you know. So it's, it's been an interesting, uh, it's been an interesting thing. Just like literally the past six days, I've all of a sudden had all this cash on me again. So. I guess to answer your question, back in the day, fuck yeah, Monopoly money is fuck. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, me too. I cash tips. Any cash in my hand is is it's. I've slowly learned how to regulate it a little bit, but I, I'm a fucking monster when it comes to that shit. Like I, I've come, I've like walked out of a, a shift with three hundred dollars in my pocket and gotten home and it's all gone and yeah <laughs> tattoos are any large purchases i'm just like yeah sandwich yeah 75 beers sure why not yeah. i've got the money christmas sellers first five oh, all right everybody welcome to christmas sellers fast five and sometimes ten 
Skyler, if you're not familiar, and anyone uh, listening at home who's not familiar, the Fast Five are fast every time. Five rapid-fire questions coming at you. Take no time. First thing on the top of your head, send it right back. Right, Skyler? Yeah. All right. Number one, do you any do you watch any reality TV religiously? If no. if so, which which shows? No. No. Okay. No. Okay. Number two, what's the strangest thing a customer's ever ordered or asked for? Um, it's it's probably some. Uh, I, I don't know. Probably like a weird martini. You know, okay. people are always fucking, this is a very specific way, but it's not going to change the taste of their fucking martini. It's like not that big of a deal. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, number three, uh, death row last meal. Uh, ooh, I think, you know, probably fried chicken. Fried chicken, mashed potatoes. Okay, well, what to drink? Uh, what to drink? Ooh, uh, dude, fucking Dr. Pepper. Nice, nice, really nice. I just made my mouth water a little bit. <laughs> so good. <laughs> have you ever uh, owned a reptile? If so, what? No, I have not. Uh, but my friend's older brother owned a tarantula, and I used to fucking play with that thing. <laughs> You're a bigger man than, my, than, than I. I can't fuck with insects. It's not for me. The creepy the, shit. The longer the legs, I'm out. <laughs> um, uh, you, uh, you do, you, number five. Closing up number five, you uh, can come into your shift like a pro wrestler down a big ramp. You get a song played though. What's the song? Um, <laughs> Fucker Gently by Tenacious D. There we go. <laughs> oh. Don't always have to fuck her hard, bro. Yeah. Everybody Sometimes knows. Sometimes it's not the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. There it is. Chris Marcello's Fast Five. Uh, number six, have you ever fucked your dog? Uh, <laughs> He's too small. <laughs> oh, okay. I have tried. <laughs> <laughs> Knew we uh, had you on the show for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> well, Skylar, this has been awesome. Thank you for doing it. Um, he's actually going to be in one of the group uh, live table talks as well. So you'll be here nice. shortly. Uh what did we learn today? We learned if you're going to have sex with your dog, don't record it. We've learned uh, have a positive, positive attitude, stay focused on something. I don't know. I don't know what we learned today, uh, but it's been fun. Um, and uh, as usual, we are going to finish up with our guest telling a joke or a quote. So what you got for us, Skyla? I'm worried that this one's been taken, but we'll we'll find out. You tell me. Uh, this is my favorite kind of short joke. Um, Grasshopper walks into a bar. Bartender goes, hey, we've got a drink named after you. Grasshopper goes, you got a drink named Larry? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Service industry related, baby. Done. <laughs> Stay on topic. All right, guys. Well, thank you. Tyler, thanks for doing it. Mike, pleasure as always. Thanks, everybody, for getting Love you guys. Bathtub with us, and uh, we will uh, we'll talk to you soon. We'll see you next week. All right. Yeah. Bye. Sometimes that's not right to do. Sometimes you got to make some love and fucking give us some smooches too. Sometimes you got to squeeze. 
Sometimes you got to say please Sometimes you got to say hey I'm gonna fuck you softly I'm gonna screw you gently I'm gonna hump you sweetly I'm gonna ball you discreetly Say, hey, I brought you flowers And then you say, wait a minute, Sally I think I got something in my teeth Could you get it out for me? That's fucking teamwork! And found pictures of him having sex with their dog Thank you